Hello, Sabahat. Hi, how are you? Great, great to have you. Thank you so much to be Pleasure our to guest. Be thank you. And uh, I am so curious about today's topic. So thank you for sharing your time, for teaching and guiding us a little bit more on imposter syndrome, especially mm-hmm. by women. Yeah, so we both yes. as women, we know how challenging it is and how much burden of we have also to impose that ourselves in many occasions so before Absolutely. we just start i would just like to present you quickly sabahat and then i give you the word mm-hmm. so sabahat is a master practitioner of nlp clinical hypnotherapy reiki transformational coach with over 20 plus years of experience of professional training, coaching, consulting across several several countries and continents. She coached in UK, Pakistan, UAE and other countries in Middle East. Today, she successfully founded Ashmir by Sabahat Ahmed to inspire others to live more fulfilled and aware lives. She runs programs for emotional development, self-development, weight loss, and many more, currently based in Dubai, UAE. Sabahat, welcome. It's my great Thank pleasure. Thank you so you. much. It's, it's pleasure is all mine. So tell us a little bit more about imposter syndrome. How can we cope with that? And what's the biggest deal to know about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, where do I start? Um, so, yeah. imposter syndrome is actually, uh, uh, it, it was actually initiated or introduced by two psychologists, female psychologists, uh, Susanna and Pauline, who, in 1970s. So, it was like 40 odd years ago, I would say, that this mm-hmm. was introduced. Huh? But it was a research that was conducted uh, for on high-achieving women. Okay. And what they discovered was that women who are high-achievers they tend to feel that they're not good enough and then they go over and beyond their capability to try and prove themselves. So that gives them an internal representation or internal feeling that they are faking their success. So they start self-sabotaging their success by feeling uh, a fake or feeling inferior, especially in a man's world. We all live in a man's world and women I don't know about you, but coming from my culture, we really had to struggle to make ourselves visible in a man's world. So women who were high achievers were facing this in the 1970s because that was when women started to kind of rise and shine and become more visible. And they had this self-doubt that I am probably not capable of all the success that I have had. So it is pure luck that I have this. Right. So that, that's what they they thought. So they went and did this research and termed it as imposter syndrome. And to be honest, I am not really f- fond of or I don't really agree with the term because it makes you feel like a phony or makes you feel like somebody, you know, who, who is a fraud or is conducting a fraudulent activity. But it's not that it is very, very closely connected with your emotional health and your state of mind. Does that answer your question? Does it mean yes and no? So I would I would go from my point of view. So let's say as a woman in corporate world in Dubai. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So does it mean that always when I achieve a certain height, I would have a 
probability of having developed a little bit or kind of percentage of that syndrome? Or how can yeah. I question myself and make sure that it's not the case? Well, it is a case. It is that case. Um, you know, in a corporate world, when a woman is performing, yeah. all of us go through these feelings. And I would say male also go through these feelings at some point in life, right? And it is not a constant state of mind. It can come and go. It can appear and in, in represent itself in different shapes and forms. But it's about, you know, we tend to give labels to things to understand them better. So, in a, like answering your question, in a corporate world, when a woman enters, she would probably be one of the very few women there. The case right. may be different now. But initially, uh, I would say wherever I have gone, I have now recently started seeing a, a slightly larger percentage of uh, women. But before that, it was always, you know, dealing with men. Yeah. So, and you want to prove yourself and say, I am better than or I, am, I can perform as much as you. But women somehow, I don't know what the reason is, but it's, I think it's a lot to do with self-doubt and the way that we are brought up. Uh, you know, always submissive and always have to be have submitting to the uh, the men of the house. So that yeah. is the mindset that we grow up with. And when we go to the corporate world and we see another man there who is a leader, who is in a higher position, we tend to get a bit um, overwhelmed by that experience. Mm -hmm. And we feel that we have to be more prepared. We mm -hmm. have to do a little extra to prove ourselves, even though we are mm -hmm. capable. You know, women are very, very capable. There's no doubt that women are not capable. But self-sabotage our own success just because we are doubting our capabilities. So in our heart and mind, we are thinking that I don't deserve this success. I, am, I have got this success because I prepared. I have done well in this presentation because I did research or I asked somebody for help and they helped me prepare a presentation. So we start owing our success to other factors anybody around us or any factors around us other than ourselves so we don't own that success mm -hmm. so it, does it mean yeah. yeah sorry go on does it mean that for example if i stay late at night work more than my nine hours uh, duty so mm -hmm. doing trying to do a lot of things for the operations to make it better i refer to my hotel career uh, mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. my previous years so mm -hmm. um so then this could be also explained as an imposter syndrome because i was always anxious about so just reflecting I on the same do. experience reflecting on your experience tell me yeah. what was making you anxious that why uh, were you staying up extra was... hours to prepare yeah, the presentation was not good enough. The the research was not enough evidence based. There is not fa there are not enough facts to prove the matter. So all those so all those questions, all those doubts. So could it be that imposter syndrome? It can be definitely, definitely. Like I said, we like to give labels. I don't like giving labels, but yes, it is very closely linked with the same experience, because you were probably presenting to a group of audience and you wanted yeah. to yeah. come out yeah. as the yeah. best CEO usually exactly yeah. so when you're competing with that it's a competitive world now right the business landscapes are changing and they're evolving every day right so when we are competing in such a, a you know rapidly evolving world we have to compete with this it is a competitive environment 
so to make ourselves shine yes everybody needs to do a little bit of extra work but women especially when they have to do this they feel they're not good enough then the only reason that they have shined in that presentation is because they stayed up late and they did their research and they had prepared well the same applies to when you go to uh, networking events for example i hate going to networking events i have never been very keen on networking and i mm-hmm. always used to avoid that until i actually stepped into formal coaching training and then i realized that it was an obstacle and i had to remove that obstacle but when you go to networking events isn't it difficult to do small talk and uh, so i would always do my research who's coming there what kind of topics i can talk about you know find a little bit more about the participants their interest so i have something to talk about because i wasn't mm-hmm. confident that when i go to a networking event i will be able to speak to people freely or do small talk with them or network with them because i i lack that confidence mhm so i had to work on myself to remove that block and remove that belief that i held about myself okay so would you say that this is mostly dictated when we enter a man dominated environment or also could be woman dominated i mean woman environment it's a it's a complex uh, uh, i i it's a bit of a complex response to this there are multiple factors that impact uh, the way that we enter this syndrome you know mm-hmm. uh, the culture that i come from our parents always want their kids to be high achievers mm-hmm. right so they they if i've got an a grade they want to see an a plus if okay. i have okay. 10 marks they want to say they they'll say oh, why didn't you get 11 you know yeah. so it's always they always encouraging us to compete and there is always a comparison with your cousins with your brothers with your you know uh, somebody else in the family you know there's yes. always a com- comparison to say look he's achieved this why can't you so unconsciously mm-hmm. we grow up with this experience and this narrative of life that we have to yeah. compete we have to do extra go the extra mile to come up to that those expectations Mm-hmm. so that is mm-hmm. one factor and then when we step into an environment which is male dominated and which is already saturated with men we have to find our space we have to prove our worth which probably men sometimes have to but not as much as women do you know women are multitasking all the time but how many times do we actually acknowledge that women are doing so much more than they are capable of or they 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 have the capacity for you know women who are raising children or homemakers they they yeah. are equally struggling and they equally working hard as much as a as a working woman but yeah. everybody thinks that they have an easy life so they have to do a lot more to say you know i i'm also part of this family i'm also doing my little bit to this you know so, so all of these experiences create our our self doubts yeah so tell me then when is it the healthy border ending to and where is the sickness of imposter beginning because as you said so we grow up with kind of a, i mean that it's it's expected from us to be achievers and to have high grades and that's good that's yes. good to have ambition yeah so but then where does it end and where does it start the imposter the sick behavior so well there are different uh, um, types of imposter syndrome uh imposter syndromes that i would say you know sometimes we think how many times do you procrastinate and say i have to do things perfectly Better. i have an ocd yes, with yes, cleanliness right yes. and my and i i like things in a certain order my family doesn't really like me doing that but that's the, that's yeah. how i am 
so i am a bit of a perfectionist and that is borderline imposter syndrome because okay. i want things to be done pe- perfectly right sometimes we feel inadequate because we feel that we have to push ourselves the extra mile so we want to be the superhero heroes and those yeah. superheroes yeah. is again borderline that feeling that i have to overachieve and because somebody else is compelling me or pushing me to do that is also borderline uh, imposter syndrome right and then there is uh, people who are very you know like work in silos or they procrastinate and they want to do things on their own right Th- that's yeah. also borderline true. imposter syndrome true true right true. but how do we cope with it that that is the question yeah. correct you know, yes so, let's talk about that so first of all it's a lot to do with how harsh are we about ourselves are we kind to ourselves do we actually think about what matters to us as women have we ever thought about putting ourselves first i had a client the other day who called me and said i'm feeling anxious and because my son's not looking is not able to find a job he's anxious so i'm anxious Mm-hmm. and i said to her look you need to work on yourself for yourself no 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 how can i work on myself when my child is anxious okay so i said to her that you have to think about you first because it's like being in an aeroplane unless you have your own oxygen mask you won't be able to help anyone else true but women have that mindset that no i have to do something for my family for my parents for my husband for my kids you know before yes. they start thinking yes. about themselves and the belief that we hold is that we have to really work hard we are not good enough so first of all it is important to understand what core beliefs do i hold about myself mm-hmm. do i believe that i'm worthy of love and affection as i am yeah. right or must i be perfect for others to approve of me yeah. so if others don't approve of me then i'm going to be harsh on myself right so that mindset yeah. needs to be identified so we can yeah. then reframe that thinking but awareness is the key the moment we are aware that this is the belief i hold this is what i think of myself only then you are able to accept it acknowledge it and reframe it does that so, make sense yes 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 completely uh so I'm just trying to get uh let's say uh, notes or remarks for myself and for our listeners on mm-hmm. how to catch that 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 naughty naughty fly that puzzles Let me give you some simple tips. Let yeah. me give you some very very simple tips. First yeah. of all, when you start looking within yourself and you start identifying your feelings, share it with your friends and family. The support system that is around you, share your feelings with those people talk to other people about how you are feeling so they can mm-hmm. tell you whether these feelings are rational or not rational mm-hmm. you know so they can help you identify that these feelings are true in your context or not yeah then instead of focusing on others focus on yourself practice your skills yeah. you know do your skill development or your i'm very fond of professional development so i keep doing something but i don't do it for people i do it for myself because that makes me feel good yeah You know so do things for yourself have confidence in your own abilities don't owe it to your husband or to your friends or to your family or your parents every success that you get own it and celebrate it even if it's baby steps mini goals yeah. you know and then also do an objective analysis of your abilities 
and if you feel yourself that you're lacking somewhere you know there are so many courses and trainings and people and you know and you can go for that but the first step is that write down a objective self assessment of what you are capable of what are your capabilities what you think are your areas of development you know you are you can lie to the entire world but you can't lie to yourself so making a list in an objective environment will help you identify that what are the areas you need to develop on for your development not for the people around you like a little swot analysis right absolutely absolutely but in a swot and like in a swot analysis you have to question your thoughts so if you come up with a thought saying you know i, I can't uh, my writing isn't good right yeah. but then say okay why do i think it's not good can i not read it Are, have people said that it's not good what do i want it to be like you know so you start questioning yourself and you realize that you're not that bad you're actually quite good at what you do your handwriting may be wonderful but you are questioning yourself so you question mm-hmm. your thought uh, and you stop comparing with others you may have seen somebody else's handwriting and you may have liked it and you want to be like that but your own handwriting may be much better than that but we start mm-hmm. doubting ourselves so it's about it is less about comparing and you know yeah. social media plays a big uh, role in all of this when we oh, we are yeah. on social media we are just comparing yeah. ourselves with all the influencers you know their makeup the way they look the yeah. way they speak you know so we are comparing ourselves so minimizing the use of social media and using it for your benefit is a skill in itself yes so so yes. limiting Absolutely. you know using it moderately and using it to your benefit is the key mm. and most of all be grateful for who you are a little bit yeah. of practicing that gratitude you know you your health is a blessing you know your capability is a blessing and women are very very emotionally resilient yeah but they fail to identify what their capabilities are so my message to all women out there is believe in yourself if you have any limiting belief that is stopping you from being the best version of yourself identify it and use whatever you can within your capacity to reframe your thoughts so you can become the better version of yourself you can own your success amazing amazing and that's the perfect way to um, end up our discussion unfortunately our time is up so uh, any final words you want to to, to say to inspire all the women with potential imposters <laughs> well you know we, we are both women and our audience will pro- probably be also women uh, and yeah. i am all i'm a huge women health advocate but i also believe that women can be in control of their own health you know the worst enemy a woman can have is themselves we tend to yeah. look down upon ourselves we tend to underestimate our abilities we just totally overlook what we are capable of so this is the time where we need to start you know stop underestimating ourselves and remember that we are emotionally resilient we are strong we are powerful and a woman supports another woman you know and anybody you know nobody can understand a woman better than another woman so build a support system around you reach out for professional help where you need to but make sure that you surround yourself with positive people who can help you in your professional development personal and professional development and never ever imp- label yourself as an imposter or as anything else be the best version of yourself 
Amazing. Thank you so much, Savahat. It was such a great pleasure for all of our listeners who will post that in social media. I'll share it. Feel free to share it yourself. And I'll share your uh, social media channels so they can also follow up with you, ask you questions and connect with you for more professional and personal help. And Thank for you so much. inspiration for them all that are listening and needing the help. So, because as you rightly said, so we really, we are stronger, we shine, we rise, we hold hands together as women. Absolutely. And thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to express my opinion and share what I knew. And I hope, you know, through your podcast, if we can help even one woman out of all the people who are listening, I think our job is done. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. All the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye.